That's what? Okay, well, we're I know I was going to I was going to say like Nero podcast 10, activate. Nero. No, we're that we and we have so little content for this episode. Me meeting Ben <laughs> has to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have you guys met in real life before? I don't think so. I don't Not. know if we have. I don't think so. Maybe in passing. I don't think. I feel like met. you've. I feel like you've mentioned uh, him before. I um, like how my voice lines are tinier than yours. Did you get married? Yes. Have you? Are you like saying you... that I've probably mentioned my own brother at some I don't point know. in conversation? Shut up. I at feel some like. Point. Whatever. Like, yeah, I probably did. Yeah, you did. Okay, whatever. Look. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. To Content Incorporated. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I have the thing open. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a, a surprise episode of Game Busters for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, we, we were going to uh, talk about uh, Sekiro uh, this week, but everybody canceled on me today. <laughs> and so, oh. including my own co-host. The only thing um, I know about Sekiro is that it's hard. I just it's, learned about it right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, so we're not going to do that for this episode. <laughs> I think we should. Um, I think we are. Uh, so today we are going to talk about uh, um, Pikmin. And so um, we'll, we'll get into that in just a minute. But, uh, yeah, I am... Uh, your host, as always, I'm Nirav, and I am joined. Um, Alyssa is out this week because she's throwing a housewarming party for a friend, Boo. which um, is lame. Just like you know, <clears throat> I've, have you ever thought about like a house cooling party, like when you're leaving? I could just, I could just uh, leave the door open. I just here. like to pull the cord and just end the party immediately. No cool yeah. down. I'm well. No, I'm just. Down. I'm asking, like, if you're moving out of a house, could you have like a house cooling party? Like, let's cool down the house a little bit before we you get out of here. Just sit in the like the empty kitchen on the floor and like <laughs> drink the milk that's going to expire. You can't bring with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your feelings. I was going to say. I thought that that was just forcing your friends to help you move out. I'm actually. I'm. Nothing I'm cool saying this, that. but um, I just remembered that uh, my friend Ashley, when they when like all fucking seven of them moved out of their <laughs> big house. When in Charleston, they did have a house cooling party where they had everyone come and say goodbye to the house. Aww. I, I think that's a smart idea. I like I it. Think, I think that's I cute. did. I did end up moving a lot of her boxes, though. Um, I can never afford a house. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I ever stop eating avocado toast. Right. Which is, why, which is why I qualified that there were seven people living in that one house. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm joined uh, with thy... Uh, I'm joined with Annie. Hello. That's me. um yeah, Annie, you've been on the show before like what, like two, three times maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Um you were on one of our very first episodes though. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Ben, who's a first time first time listener, first time guest, I think. Does yes. It, does it count as a listener? I was just I was a secret listening? guest once. Yeah. Now you're a long you're a long time listener of the show, correct? Oh yes. Since yes. the beginning. Um <laughs> Why don't you tell me one of your favorite episodes? I like the one where you talk about gaming. That's probably my favorite. It's probably one of my faves. Um, yeah. So what we're going to do today is kind of a makeshift episode um, with uh, just kind of like I found I found some some facts sort of scattered around in a back alley and I'm going to try to push them into a sort of a shape. Maybe, maybe like it looks it. like a little little guy with a leaf on his head. Who knows? Um but uh, first, we're gonna just kind of ease in and talk about um, what uh, what we're playing this week. So, um, uh, Ben, what, what have you played recently, just at all, video game wise? Um, wow, this is gonna sound really generic, but I accidentally got bit by 
the Minecraft bug and played oh, that no, that's awesome. last month. And uh, I had never actually played it before and just did. And now I'm over it again. But oh, man, it was a wild ride. Do you have a Minecraft <laughs> server without me? <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah. at least a Christian <laughs> Minecraft server? Uh, it's uh, Judo Christian. Yes. <laughs> okay so I'm, um i'm a bit and no, i love minecraft it's one of my most played games ever but like i also had this it's one of those things where it's like it comes in like waves because yes. like I, I definitely like the first time i kind of got into it in college i i sat there over the summer and i just played like a hundred hours of it in like a few weeks and then i didn't touch it again for like five years <laughs> and then yeah i sense that my uh my friends and i got into it again last year for like a month and we played like for maybe like 30 to 40 hours together in like a shared server and then we all just like forgot about it one day again but the new cave update oh they added new caves oh my god they're huge and gigantic oh yeah it's it's very beautiful they're i mean they already had caverns right these bigger no these these are are like 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 dungeons kind of i guess don't even look it up just join go into minecraft and yeah. walk around okay send really- me the link to your judeo-christian minecraft server uh okay it's got a wait list but i'll let you know yeah okay. <laughs> thanks uh annie what about you um i have been playing a lot of destiny 2 um with my friends um and i've also been playing um inscription Inscription? Inscription. inscription it is inscription Thank it is you. inscription um which is a game that near bought me because that's how he gets me to play games <laughs> it's, a, it's <laughs> actually it's a it's a big thing I, I don't know like i feel like we don't do this as much with other people like i have i have a group of friends my D group like we're just like during D D, we'll just like like someone will be like near did you buy me near automata <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Like, it, we just, like, constantly are just, like, th- basically threatening each other by buying each other games on Steam. But no, I do like it. Like, it's it's definitely one of those games that uh, you, like, you get into it and you think that it's going to be one thing. And then it slowly starts kind of, like, opening up into other areas that you're like, oh, like, there's this whole other element to this game that I, like, wasn't aware of. Um, yeah. Did you get to Act 2 yet? No. You would know if you got to act two. Okay, no. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Basically, the whole Boilers. thing that you're the whole thing that you're doing right now in the cabin is all part of Act One, and there are three acts. Yeah, I assume that there was something about getting out. They made it seem anyway. I don't yeah, want to. So no spoilers, but yeah. it's a, it's a good game. I think it got a tiny bit overrated because like the first half of the game, I think is a lot better than the second half. But um. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I like I enjoy the the strategy. It's a weird card game. Like I like it though. It's simple, but it's also like really weird. Yeah. It does remind me of Yu-Gi-Oh, but like if it made any sense. If Yu-Gi-Oh made any sense or <laughs> yeah, if the card yeah. game made any sense. Oh, if Yu-Gi-Oh made any sense. Oh, okay. Um I I did I I I've uninstalled Master Duel. I gave up. Wow. <laughs> After like 12 hours in a week, I gave up. Okay. I, I, I fucking I hate I hate what Yu-Gi-Oh has become because like the entire game now is like everybody has like these strings of combos that allow them to win the game in one turn. And it's just about like who draws the card that triggers that string first. That's too bad. I don't know. I I stopped playing when there was like the X, like XYZ, uh, XYZ summons. Yeah, no, there have been like two other kinds of summons introduced since then. Like is I, the board just like four tables long now? Of just, the board like, has like, tw- like it has like 20 spots on it. I, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I stopped playing when they introduced the overpowered card, Blue Eyes White Dragon. That's what oh, the game was. Yeah, true OG. Sure. There, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I obviously I haven't played the game since 2003 or whatever because I'm not a freak. But... <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, I, I was going to go into my uh, extensive Yu Gi Oh tournaments that I've been doing as soon as you know last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll save that for another podcast. Um, Wait, so, but actually, legitimately, when do you think the last time you played Yu-Gi-Oh was? Um, I want to say it was like midway through like GX when that was airing. Okay. So like, I think I, I think I, I don't, I don't even know what Synchro Summons are. Like that's, that's how old it is. So and for the listeners, what year would that be? I know the year, but for the listeners. Yeah. For the listeners. I, I don't know. Like, I'm guessing like actually like 2003, 2004 somewhere. Yeah. yeah I'm I guessing. was just going to say the same thing. Um, um, yeah, I think probably the last time I played Yu-Gi-Oh was like 2015. Okay, so you maybe would be better at this game than me. I'm so bad <laughs> at it because like, that's literally like, I, you know what it was upsetting is like, there's never like a battle where it's like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like, you know, hit you for like uh, 300 life points. Gotcha. Like, there's never been a game where I didn't get all 8,000 of my life points decimated in one turn. <laughs> Yeah, or they just, just make you like waste your deck out. I tried to do one of those, and I, I actually almost succeeded at winning one of those, a, a, like a stall out thing. Um, anyway, the game's not game's not fun anymore. Go play. Anyway, it. we're not talking about Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> yeah, which uh, which you know brings us to our sponsor, Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We actually might have a sponsor next week. We're getting something in line right now. Is it's it not. Undies? It's not Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> it should be me on these. Yeah, just it's not. Yeah, unfortunately, we did not get MeUndies. Uh, we yeah. might have. It might. It's a NordVPN. We have are having a discussion with them about possibly doing that. So, oh, cool. Yeah. What's the um? What's the other one? The app? Oh, ExpressVPN is the other um VPN network. But you need you need to get uh Casper Blue, Mattress. Yeah, Casper Mattress, a Blue Apron, Audible. Audible's the, a big one. Audible and <laughs> Shadow uh, Lords or whatever. Squarespace. Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, good. Shadow Legends. Yeah, that's more YouTube though. I don't think they do podcast ads. Oh, oh, do they? Uh, not yet. We're gonna store <laughs> break new ground. Um, but yeah, I would be really excited if we can make like an actual sponsor. That would be fun. Um, That'd be great. That'd so, be just like your episode that you did on December third, two thousand twenty-one, where you talked about Halo. It's just like that. It's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> also, did you, you guys wait. talk about Halo? You're just looking in the podcast feed. Yeah, no. okay. Absolutely. I remember that because I'm a diehard fan. Just yeah. like uh, when you do the Lusty Argonian Toddcast in November 12th of 2021. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, if you talk about Halo again, definitely would love to talk about that because okay. that's yeah, we, I love Halo. We actually, Halo. That episode was actually on like the original Halo Combat Evolved, so we, we are possibly going to come back and do like a Halo 2 and 3 episode later and stuff. Yeah, I am also on and off playing Halo Infinite, I should say. Okay, nice. Uh, um, and has an entire bookshelf that's just Halo lore. Oh, yeah, really? I actually just made a short Halo CGI film made in Unreal Engine. Is it better than the Halo trailer for the Amazon show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> but, but yeah, I've got... That could be a whole other podcast about that. Yeah. All right. Well, and Annie, you said you were playing uh, Destiny. There's a new one coming out, right? Yeah, Witch Queen. Yeah. Are you excited for it? I am. I did just spend money on it, so therefore I now have to play it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, this is how I hang out with my friends who live 800 miles away from me. 
Yeah, that's fair. Um, my friends and I are playing Halo Infinite a bit too. Just I've I've only played the multiplayer though. I haven't opened the campaign. Um, oh. is it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're so convinced. The story. The story is is uh, it's really a fun game to. It's a fun campaign to play because of like um how you get around and like the dialogue and stuff. But if you're into like the story and everything, it's a little bit disappointing. It's not Halo Five disappointing but okay that's that's good to hear um yeah but um i guess i have been obviously just consumed by pokemon legends arceus um living in it breathing it sleeping it it's all i can think about during the day um i think i have actually put like 25 maybe 26 hours into it already uh i've seen good things about it it's actually extremely good weirdly enough (laughs) it's it's, it's, a switch yeah yeah I've been thinking about getting it too. Um, I would I would set aside some time for it. It's I I don't know. I'm just like again. I said like I'm I am as a huge Pokemon fan. I have not been excited about the future of the franchise in like a decade, and now I yeah. am. Um, like they did they did this like literally the only bad thing I have to say about this game is that it looks like fucking ass. But yeah, like it's really the only criticism you hear where people say it looks like a GameCube. Well, wasn't game, it basically. like a whole? I wish GameCube games looked like this. I just like I don't know. I wish it looked like a GameCube game. Is all I'll say. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it like a whole thing that they? It was like a theory that um, they were supposed to come out with like the new Switch this year, but because yeah, the like, Switch the chip. Uh, thank you shortage wasn't there then or it was there wow i can't talk the shortage was there (laughs) so the chips weren't there yeah the government conspiracy to make it so that we couldn't have a cooler switch so yeah that that is a thing that i think might actually just be a real thing that happened which is that like the oled switch happened because they couldn't uh like get the chip manufacturing supply lines correct uh in time to like make an actual upgraded switch so I i don't know I don't think Nintendo ever confirmed it. No, they didn't. But I, I'm saying, like, I think, like, the, like, Schreier or somebody who, like, is right about things confirmed it. <laughs> who is right about things? <laughs> um, I have an uncle who works at Nintendo's. Definitely okay. confirmed it. Yep. Yeah. And who's what's his name? Uh, uh, Mr. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie well, the president, the president of Nintendo, is named Doug Bowser, so it's like yeah. not even that unbelievable. Exactly. What His name's Mario. Mario. <laughs> His name is Mario. Mario. <laughs> which is canonically Mario's name, I think. Yeah. Well, according to the live-action film only, which Shigeru Miyamoto has not confirmed is canon. Uh, nah. Him we'll and see. I disagree on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay well anyway yeah uh, so like i've said i've been playing uh pokemon i don't think i've been doing much else i have a game i'm reviewing right now that's uh coming out in a few weeks which uh i cannot talk about i guess so never mind <laughs> thanks <Nair. laughs> great audio and content it's, it's good it's a good it's good i like it so far um yeah anyway all right cool beans so um let's uh let's go ahead and jump into the shit come with me and uh how our new um not new i guess we've been doing for the last like few months like our intro segment is a pitch meeting so basically like i'm i'm the uh, nintendo executive here i'll be i'll be miyamoto because he's he's the producer for this one and um you guys have just created a tech demo with an idea for pikmin and you guys are going to come in and briefly try to like pitch me on it in two minutes nice all right uh, welcome, welcome. Come on in. 
Oh, thank you. Let me uh, just jump right into this immediately because I know you got you're a busy man. You got a lot of stuff absolutely. I love that. Energy. So, what are your feelings on grass? I'd like to touch it one day. Yeah. See, I like it already. You know, what about multicolored living grass? Are you talking about flowers? Close, but these flowers can just beat the shit out of things. (laughs) 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 Have you ever wanted to visit another planet, but actually the planet is our planet, but smaller Uh, and in the future? I, I'm, I, maybe I'm not, I'm not following. So it's another planet that is also earth. Yeah. So you feel like you're on another planet, but it's really our planet. Okay. Here. Will I need a a space suit? Yes. Here's another good spin on it. Are you absolutely sick of the human race? (laughs) You know what? Yeah. That one. Yeah. Nice. Do you mostly use whistles to communicate? Uh, yeah, as as a producer here, I do generally go around to the studios and just sort of whistle uh, to make sure people are staying in line and working. All right. Uh, do you like games where you can um, lead lots of cute things, gather them together, form like an emotional bond, and then set them out in the world to die horrifically? Uh, well, that sounded a lot like our other our other game, Pokemon, until the the end there. Yeah, it's like Pokemon, um, except there's almost no deviation besides color between your Pokemon and you get to listen to their screams as their little souls rise into the heavens. So this is for children. (laughs) Yes. That's the best part is this is going to be solely aimed at children. They'll love it. And ma'am, what do you do here? (laughs) Um, I'm just here as uh, the support in the background, but I do have one question for you. Uh huh. Do you hate ladybugs? Mm Mm-hmm. Can't say I love them. Okay, well, just imagine giant ladybugs that mm-hmm. eat the things that you are emotionally attached to. Mm-hmm. And then we also got weird moles. How do you feel about weird moles? Well, we have a lot of weird moles in Mario, so I, I guess I like them. I made but, them. But on top of that, they have a long nose and they shoot fire. Oh. And sometimes okay. water. And sometimes water. But hear me out. Hear me out. The Pikmin, which is what, is what we're calling. Sorry. Uh, Pikmin is what we're calling the colorful grass. The colorful moving grass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like Pac-Man. It's like that, but different. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're, we'll green light this. You're making Pac-Man. Got it. No, right. no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just had an, I, separately, well, like I just Pac-Man, had an idea for Pikmin 99. <laughs> oh interesting okay well um yeah this sounds this sounds great you haven't told me anything about the the gameplay of it but whatever um <laughs> i think i've told you everything okay um Do you like weirdly shaped large coins well here's our pitch for the so aimed at children but here's our pitch for the more like millennial generation uh-huh. so everyone knows millennials are in crippling debt right now so the best thing is is in this game you're trying to deal with your company's crippling debt mm-hmm. by by creating a labor force <clears throat> that you've discovered on this planet oh, like that animal is a... crossing exactly but not at all yeah okay but you're in a spacesuit. i'm trying mm-hmm. to think if they mm-hmm. already did animal crossing i think they did by this point what year is it 
Didn't check. Uh, it is definitely a year, Just... all right. I feel like it's early. Early 2000s. Oh shit! No, no, it's like 90s? 19. No, nah, it's like 1990, 96, 97 right now. I oh, yeah. am. We're, we're, we're ahead child. of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have a meeting at Circuit City, so <laughs> we're we're releasing. We're thinking of a release date of October 26 of 2020 or 2001. Did you say 2020? <laughs> this game is a 20 year development cycle. <laughs> it should really have one. Um, okay, well, yeah, uh, this, I mean, it sounds like you're just gonna have little colorful grass running around and there's bugs and maybe an astronaut. So like kids will like that, I think. Yeah, and it promotes team building because you assemble your squad and each color deals with a certain environmental um, enemy or obstacle, like the red ones uh-huh. can't die in a fire. And the blue ones can't drown horrifically in the water. And the yellow ones right. can't be electrocuted to death. Yeah. Okay. And the white one. ones do well, something. Uh, I, did, I, did, I did give you two minutes and we've been in here for just about ten now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and green light this so I can leave and, uh, and get to my um, very important meeting. Oh, um, no. We've locked the doors. Okay. <laughs> Only using your Pikmin can you escape. What mm-hmm. else was topical in 1997? Um, Nothing at all. It's a terrible year. <laughs> not a good year. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so the point of that segment was supposed to be like people listening who may not know much about Pikmin could maybe like get an, a general idea of it. Um, no. I think that was a general idea. Mm-hmm. Well, here, quick, quick pitch. Mm-hmm. You are on a futuristic earth you are a very small spaceman who crash lands and you find these creatures called pikmin who remind you of a vegetable that you eat back home on your planet and you find that these pikmin will respond to you and follow you around and do tasks and you help them come together to fight off enemies and find the parts of your ship because you'll run out of oxygen in 30 days and you got to get all your parts together so you can escape and only you can gather the Pikmin together to overcome these obstacles. Okay. And they that, have cute a, little spaceships that you can make more Pikmin in. Yeah. yeah. So you grow you grow your Pikmin by using the corpses, I mean, bodies of the enemies and uh, sucking them into their little ships and they spit out little uh, seeds and you pluck the Pikmin out. And each Pikmin in the first one, there's red, blue, and yellow, and they all can uh, do certain things that the other ones can't. So yeah. you got to work together. Um, yeah, so it's it basically it's an like a an adventure uh, real time strategy game, and you're commanding like little little uh, like legions of, of Pikmin little guys to run around mm-hmm. and basically solve environmental puzzles and uh, push through uh, enemy encounters and stuff like that. Yeah, and yep. you do use your Pikmin to fight the mm-hmm. animals, which is where the kind of like if you get attachments to very small cute creatures very easily. Um, they do to like advance in the game. You will have to murder some of them. Um, so though there is no death runs that people do. Really? How do you attack things without? Oh, I guess you just have to like whistle them back every two seconds. The um, and of course in classic Nintendo style, it's got a great soundtrack, and um, the Pikmin make noises that I still nostalgically can hear to this day. (laughs) Um. And probably the worst noise is when they die and you just hear their like disappointed sigh as their soul is released from this earth. 
And there is like actually little ghosts that like appear. Yeah, that float up. So they do have souls confirmed. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, basically, uh, what we we typically do, like uh, after we kind of you know go through the general ideas to like talk about the development cycle uh, for the game, and so. Um, like I said, I thought we were doing this tomorrow, so I don't have any research here. Um, what I do have is the Wikipedia page. and The best do, resource. Right. And what I do have there is a um, under the heading development, there are, uh, let's see, three paragraphs. So <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going we're gonna to try to stretch this one. Also, holy shit. Actually, there's some interesting stuff in here. Never mind. Okay. So um, Pikmin was, of course, developed internally by Nintendo. Um, that was directed by uh, Shigafumi Hino and uh, Masamichi Abe, but it was uh, executive produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, the Mario man himself. Mario and, Mario. Yeah, Mario Mario. <laughs> and uh, it was actually one of uh, the first uh, GameCube games to release, and it was one of the first ones to begin production as well. So um, mm-hmm. this uh, this is kind of a lo- the latest in like a long list of uh, new IPs that Nintendo was trying out at the time, but like it's it's unfortunate because I think Pikmin was like kind of the last in that string. Um, like Nintendo's launched very very few new IPs since like like the early two thousands. Um, yeah, I think um, GameCube. I think Pikmin might have been like the kind of like release promotion game for the GameCube even. Yeah, it came time. out not uh, I think not with the the GameCube, but like pretty much right afterwards. Um, it was in the release window. Um, and because uh, the the GameCube I know launched with uh, Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. the first one. Um, but yeah, the so okay, this is interesting. Miyamoto sketched the game as an idea centering around two characters called Adam and Eve, living in a prehistoric world. Players would observe their lives, and players could pretend to be God and give them love or make them fight. That's in quotes. <laughs> That's just the Sims. <laughs> just want to give. Yeah, give this, love. This, it doesn't sound like he's describing Pikmin. Yeah. Players uh, could make Adam and Eve build a nest and have children, uh, eventually forming a village and increasing the number of controllable characters who could be used to fight off giant creatures such as mammoths. I don't That's like beautiful. the idea of a nest. Like <laughs> well, it, because, it gives um, a gives a different it idea. Kind of like, yeah. I think, yeah, because once it said nest, I was picturing like sort of bird people. Yeah, me too. Well, I think that was kind of the idea is it was supposed to be almost like others. But yeah, I'd also definitely just know off the top of my head and didn't just read ahead in the development that it was really came together when they saw um, the kind of carrying animations and having multiple characters like carrying supplies back to a main areas where Pikmin started to find its direction. Yeah. Um so okay, this is actually oh, this is fun. The the guy, the programmer for Pikmin was a guy named Colin Reed, just a white guy who kind of found himself in the studio. <laughs> Walked into the wrong office one day. Uh oh, um, he had programmed the uh, the game 1080 snowboarding, and so he was the lead programmer for this one as well. Um, so the uh, this is actually something that you may have. Have you guys heard of Super Mario 128, the the tech demo that Nintendo made in 2000? Only in Legend. No. Okay, so, uh, you know, Super Mario 64, after that, they made a tech demo called Super Mario 128, um, in which they used, uh, when showing, like, the power of the GameCube, you know, in a tech demo, they rendered 128 individual Marios and had them all, like, running around, whacking each other in the face. 
<laughs> I love it. Um, so um, Miyamoto has said that the uh, idea for Super Mario 128, uh, just to show the power of the GameCube, is what inspired him to uh, create Pikmin. Being like looking at all these little Marios and being like, what if these were little plant people instead? Um, so they they said that they still had a lot of trouble like finding direction for the game. Um, it's a quote. I can still clearly recall the first time I saw multiple Pikmin working together to carry a big opponent. Until then, we had been struggling to find the direction of what the game should have. But when these carry actions were completed, we determined the future of the Pikmin. That's powerful. I mean, I will say that like the little no- the noise that they make when they're all like carrying the thing and they're like yeah. a little team and they literally go mm-hmm. he who he who yeah they like <laughs> and they'll sing to yeah. each other too yeah they'll like so sing cute. little songs to each other because they have their own language and it's mostly like little like just noises I Chirps. guess but they'll like yeah. it, like if you just leave them around they'll just start like singing or talking to each other they're so cute and pure is yeah. this like is this actually like a metaphor for like colonialism. I don't actually know because, like, I mean, honestly, the first thing I think of when I see the Pikmin is like an ant colony, right? It's like the most obvious comparison of like, okay, they're just like all working together. They like take down this big spider or whatever, flop it on its back, and then they all carry it together to their nest or whatever. Yeah, to make more Pikmin. And actually, what's interesting is that that was like the original ideas. It was just you're kind of controlling from like a godly point of view, controlling these Pikmin moving around. And I Mm -hmm. see here that. It was actually much later in the development that they decided to add like kind of a player avatar that's fully in there running around with them. What are you looking at? Uh, just, you know, my infinite knowledge of Pikmin. Okay. Um, <laughs> Definitely yeah. not an article by Nintendo Life describing the <laughs> development of Pikmin. Yeah, I'm going to also find that now. Um. <laughs> if, uh, if you Googled Pikmin development like I did, it's like the third one now. <laughs> um uh, anyway um oh yeah there's not, there there's not that much more to it honestly it yeah. just it details well, it's, mo- it's more than it's more than this um awesome. anyway this is also interesting um they apparently put a full like windows uh edition like a pc version for pikmin on the same gamecube disc separately hmm. so i guess you could if you were able to crack that and put it on your pc there's a pc version there to play that's cool. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I didn't know that either. Are yeah. you saying that we had a PC version of the Pikmin game this entire time? I guess so. Which uh, reminds me, do you guys ever remember the time when we when like at like Taco Bell they would put like a CD yes. in the top of the drink? Yeah. What was that about? It was like a skating game, wasn't it? Wasn't that the Taco Bell game? Well, the I... specific game that we got as children was a skating game, yes. No. But I think they had like other games but anyway i was just having a moment of we played that game so much huh continue no it's it's good i actually (laughs) i don't know i feel like pikmin is one of those games that like makes me like nostalgic for a very certain period of my own life more than anything um because i've played the first two games i've not i've not played pikmin 3 before but and they're supposed Um, to be coming out with pikmin 4 for the oh yeah it's all that yeah (laughs) miyamoto said it's almost done it's almost done he said 14 years ago if you want to see a, a terrible thing, although they are a little satiated now with Pikmin Bloom, but <laughs> I stumbled upon the you know Pikmin Reddit uh-huh. page and it, oh my it, god, it's it, amazing! It, like, Everybody into yeah. memes and chaos. It's not even like memes anymore. It's like they've like they have their it, own language almost. They have their yeah. They've <laughs> developed their own language to communicate with each other, much like the Pikmin and like 
<laughs> it's so it's so strange like to be a, to be a stranger and wander into that subreddit and like kind of like look around at the civilization they've built for themselves it's impressive yeah. it's it's definitely not as bad i i just i discovered it like right before they re-released like, yeah the they pikmin did the pikmin 3, 3 remaster and yeah. obviously pikmin bloom and yeah it was like you almost couldn't understand what was happening <laughs> it would, like people would post something and it would be like a reg pitman reg pitman outside of a taco bell and it was like steve's committing tax fraud or something and yeah it like it's exactly like that 100%. 400 upvotes yeah and exactly like people just saying nonsense and you're like what <laughs> but that was the interesting thing They're too about so this hungry. development is the first two pikmin came out very close to each other like within three years and then for some reason nintendo just kind of like didn't do it anymore like they took a long yeah. time to do the third one and then there's been a major obviously there's been pause a 10 year then. gap since the last game now and what but... from of pikmin go is supposedly like a hated amongst the pikmin community or not yeah pikmin go the uh Hey, hey, you've forgotten about the 3DS classic Hey Pikmin. That's what I was going for, yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing until <laughs> yeah, I saw it on this Wikipedia. It's like wildly hated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hated. A lot of the Pikmin community love the new um, Pikmin uh, the Bloom, Bloom thing, which I do Bloom. have. Yeah, so yeah, we need to talk about Pikmin Bloom. Yeah, we'll get to it. I, I did download it and I like traded like ID numbers with my friend or whatever. And then like I walked and the game... Uh, crashed and then i uninstalled it it's part of the experience what you didn't uninstall pokemon go when it first crashed did you yeah but that one had bulbasaur in it okay well <laughs> this one has the nostalgia of a childhood that you don't understand <laughs> i remember playing this game with um my brother like on the in the gamecube like we just like sit next to each other and just like take the controller from each other and like no i could do this part you know kind of thing this I think is, uh, my childhood the game that was I mostly. Would play and you would watch I mean, being she the couldn't yep. play it because she was too afraid to lose Pikmin. Yeah, um, my <laughs> experience was mostly well. One, I was the younger child, so I got the. I never got first. Uh, first controller, but um, I uh, yeah, I was very very afraid to lose my Pikmin. Oh, also, I don't know if we actually said this, but for the listeners, we are brother and sister. I don't know if that was explicitly stated. All oh, of us. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> all also, just yeah. a like funny sibling story that I think about all the time that's relevant to the first, second controller thing. So I got first controller privileges. I don't remember why. I think it was because it was like, my birthday I was a, feeling like a generous god that day or i like <laughs> much like you were playing pikmin <laughs> or like yeah. i complained to our parents or something i don't remember um but i remember i got first controller privileges and ben came up with this idea that he got a box out of his room and he was like basically pretending well he was like there's something really cool in this box and I became obsessed with the box. Oh my God. And I wanted to know what was in the box. This is like Spongebob that. Christmas party. It's because you're the mastermind who like definitely didn't, you know. Whenever you start one of these stories, I almost never remember it. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm in this listener's shoes right now. I want to know what happens. And, I don't and, and he was like, okay, well, I'll let you see what's in the box. If you let me have first controller privileges oh again. 
<laughs> and I remember going back and forth and back. I mean, granted, I was probably like seven at this time. Yeah. And um, this is early high school. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll give you first controller privileges to see what's in the box. And it was empty. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, all I can imagine that was in the box was the embarrassing picture of SpongeBob at the yeah. Christmas party. <laughs> it, but it, it was. was, but it was literally just nothing. Wow. <laughs> and see, I remember being so mad. I don't remember that at all, but that's one of those stories that you tell me where I think it lends to my theory that I used to be like a lot cl- more clever and smart <laughs> and I've like declined in age because that's yeah. genius. Bravo passed me. Yeah. And I'm just scarred for life. It's fine. <laughs> I can't look yeah. in boxes ever again. That's like, mo- I think we did sit down once and realize a lot of your like traumas in life now were indirectly or directly caused by me, but that sounds really bad saying it out loud. <laughs> I yeah, mean that in fine. like a different, like a, anyway, Pikmin, man. Anyway, let's <laughs> yeah, not talk about our childhood look. trauma. Um, so I do, I did want to mention that, um, cause I did down when Pikmin Bloom came out, I started playing it and I got nostalgic. So I did a GameCube emulator. I mean, I, legally you purchase you legally purchased yeah, legally a GameCube, per- well yeah. I, I did i do actually have a gamecube in storage so i dug that out and legally played it on my computer mm-hmm. and the <laughs> and the um it all all the nostalgia came back but pikmin 2 is also regarded as being definitely like a lot of people's favorite and actually it was interesting seeing this development but mario mario himself uh, also like express dislike for certain things they did with the first one because you have a 30-day window to complete the game which is like kind of limiting and then the second one one of the first things they did is they got rid of that so you you really had that ex- you know you it would, you could take your time and i do remember as a child that being like a lo- actually major hurdle of getting pa- of get like beating the 30 days i don't even know if i ever did like i don't know if we ever actually beat the first pikmin Oh, and another very important part of this game that, um, speaking of childhood trauma, I think Pikmin is the reason for my anxiety because <laughs> um, because uh, you it ran in day cycles, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like it yeah, wasn't yeah. actual real time, time obviously. Yeah. Well, or, not yeah, real yeah, time, not real but, time, like yeah. But you weren't, you couldn't be out at night because if you mm-hmm. were out at night, well, that's when all the monsters came out and would eat More all monsters. of your Pikmin that were not inside their little pods that they slept in at night. And it literally had a countdown of when nighttime was. And so you're like running back to the camp, like, like trying to get, screen. yeah, like a giant, you know, Ted, like not, yeah. And like, I remember one time, I do remember there was a time, Ben, where you lost like almost all of your Pikmin. And yeah, like you didn't like get back in time, and you literally see them get like devoured from above. Yeah, you would. It would. Um, so you have to run around because what you can do is you whistle to tell the Pikmin where to go, but you can dismiss them and they'll just stand and be idle. But if they're not in like your little party um, at the end of the night and you don't whistle them back, then they're left behind. And it literally shows like a cutscene of you oh, flying of away eaten. and the Pikmin running to get to your ship and tripping and falling and the monsters eating them. It's, it's horrible. horrifying. It's horrible. There, there's also like a really stressful component of it, which that at least in the first game, you have like 
30 days to get off the planet before you like run out of oxygen and die well that's what yeah. he was saying like that was the thing i was like saying in, was in addition major. to like yeah yeah sorry like in, in just like i guess sorry compounding to like the the stress of like my pikmin are gonna die each night if i don't get them in the fucking ship or whatever like um it's, it's scary dude i was actually really scared of those what are those bug beans called or what are they called the giant <laughs> bugs. i want to yeah. say bug bear but that's dnd no, I keep I keep wanting to call them bugbears also. Bulborbs or something like that. Bulborbs. 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 Um, oh, but we do also have to say one of the best things about Pikmin 2 is the introduction of the giant purple Pikmin. Um, and so the giant purple Pikmin <laughs> I like are it. like really chunky Pikmin and mm-hmm. they can carry like a lot more weight than the small Pikmin, but they are the cutest and I love them so much. Yeah, they do like a little sumo wrestler thing. Yeah. Probably the better introduction though was the one-eyed, one-horn flying purple Pikmin eater. Yeah, came out of left field for me. I, I did not expect it. I liked it. <laughs> um, so yeah, in a uh, like like I said, like the um, the 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 design choice of of having this real-time strategy game with all these like little guys running around was actually born out of like the more about the hardware capabilities than anything, which I think was really cool. But yeah. Um, Anyway, so the um, yeah the game uh, uh, released to um, not not like great sales, um, but at the time like you know respectable for like a new IP, about one point two million sales, um, and the other reason that that factor or the other thing to factor into that is that as much as people remember it fondly now, the GameCube was actually kind of a failure. Uh, didn't sell very many uh, units, uh, about 22 million GameCubes total. So in that context, 1.2 million units sold of this new IP game from Nintendo is actually pretty good. Um, it is weird to remember that like the GameCube is considered a failure financially, though. It's wild. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah especially I didn't since know that. a lot of people played it. And now yeah. so many people want it now. Yeah. Nintendo 64 was actually not considered a success either, which is weird. It didn't sell very well either. I think um, it was more because it was it was the bedrock of a lot of uh, the you know future gamings and but yeah so people forget that probably not really a lot of people bought it compared to like how many gamers quote unquote exist today that buy consoles yeah um, yeah but anyway of course like Nintendo did power through with uh, Pikmin um, even with you know and again not low sales like. One for let me like be clear like for like a game that Nintendo didn't make like 1.2 million sales would be pretty impressive <laughs> like yes so um, and especially back then and on a not popular console so like of course um, they saw some potential in this brand and went forward with it uh, with uh, Pikmin two uh, and uh, that was also on the GameCube actually um, it was just like a three year turnaround time so 2004 and. Yeah, I don't know. Like it added, it added. I remember the white Pikmin who were like poisonous, right? Yep. And the uh, like we said, the purple Pikmin eaters. Um, and uh, the purple Pikmin were like big chonkies. And I loved how they like. Um, which ones? Wait, the flying ones were only in the third one. Is that right? Yeah, that's the third one. The I've third not seen, one yeah. did away with the white and the purple for some reason what? and made. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't have the white and purple except for in like um, like a battle royale mode. And they instead did flying pink ones. And then they uh-huh. basically did rock Pikmin, which were basically like the 
worse version of purple Pikmin. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I. You know what? They should revive Pikmin now by doing a battle royale game, where you're all just different Pikmin. That's definitely not a dying trend right now. No, No, it's it's in. It's in. (laughs) It will never go away. It is still. It is still weirdly in, but it's just the mark. The problem. Okay, this is. I'm not to turn into a video game podcast, but like. (laughs) <laughs> the market is like very and the market is saturated is the problem like for battle royales there's so many of them that even like you know fucking ubisoft with their big like multi-million dollar hyperscape which nobody ever picked up and nobody played two years ago they closed down uh last week because literally nobody would play it and you know why it's because the, all the people who care about doing these battle royales are already playing other ones yeah like, it's hard to break into something like so, I, f- I feel like for uh, I almost said foremost what the fuck um with that uh Fortnite there like stumbled upon <laughs> it well Fortnite stumbled upon it because yeah. battle uh, PUBG stumbled onto it first like yeah um, well I I think Fortnite I feel this is totally my opinion of it I know nothing about this but uh I feel like they stumbled upon the successful formula that made it like take off in the grand scheme of everything yeah i mean so like PUBG actually got really huge before so fortnite originally started as a uh, co-op uh, pve mm-hmm. game and it didn't have a battle royale mode yeah it was like a side thought yeah the bat the battle royale mode was added after PUBG became popular in uh, 2016 they added uh, near the end of 2017 they they released in early access the uh, battle royale mode for fortnite and then I think like last year they discontinued the uh, like the thing that like the survive what is it, was it called save yeah, the I world. Yeah, they just gave but, up on it, which is smart because yeah. it's like why bother? Nobody, yeah, nobody cared about it. Um, it is really interesting though that they like they kind of came in and like saw the potential of that idea and then just like ran with it more. Like, uh, yeah, PUBG is actually still really huge though in other parts of the world. Um, oh yeah, but I feel like the average person that you stopped on the street and said what's a battle royale game would say yeah fortnite. yeah they would say fortnite, I think for sure they they managed to grasp yeah. the attention of the world and i i would probably guess most other battle royale type games were more directly fortnite well and they caught they caught the attention of like um the younger generation which i feel like is kind of important yeah. yeah, the younger and generation with the parents' credit card. The no, well, the real reason that that caught on so well with the younger people is because it's free. Like, yeah, um, which is like, and I do have to say again, like, I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite, the game, but like, it does. It's actually a really well made game for a free game. Like, I like I how mean, you say Fortnite, the game, as if like it was a novel first or something. <laughs> Fortnite, the novel. <laughs> a novel. There's got There's got to be Fortnite novels, right? I'm sure Fort- they've. I'm sure they've done something. And Fortnite, There's, the classic theme park. They do have lore, right? I'm sure they, they do. Yeah, they've sure. got the rock in there now. That's all. I mean. Um, that's true. I made that prediction last year, and I was right. <laughs> I li- I I that was on our 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 um game awards predictions episode one of my wild ones bets was that the rock will appear and announce that he will be playing himself in a video game yeah that that happened on episode uh 284 on january i was just quickly trying (laughs) yeah i know that was a while ago um anyway so were we talking about the pikmin well this is we i can segue us back into pikmin sure because we were talking about battle royale but 
talk about something that is like a theme that people are still jumping on is this idea of the um, augmented reality game like Pokemon Go, where there was already augmented reality games that existed, but Pokemon Go made it popular. You know, there was that one summer where you couldn't go anywhere without running into somebody looking for Pokemon. God, that was the life. It was the only good time of their life. Yeah, I still think about that. And many other games have tried to like emulate it with not as successfully, but I feel like Pikmin Bloom has really, I mean, again, has really stepped in and stepped up. Like, I don't think it's going to be as popular as, you know. Yeah. Well, know. and it's Niantic. Is Pikmin Bloom Niantic? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, made it's by the same, same company. company. So they yeah, also had like the Harry Potter one. Large foothold. Did you guys try the Harry Potter one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't even know so it was out. Bad. It was like, it's like, it's like rendered a, it rendered like a PS1 Hagrid in my office and it's like throw a net to catch Hagrid. And it's like, you can't, you can't just do the same thing again with, with Harry Potter characters. You can't go out and catch Voldemort. Like the throw a wizard ball to catch. uh, There's four Hagrid's uh, Yeah. And anyway, no, they discontinued that one too. Um, Yeah. Well, they, Nantic, I think had done their own little weird augmented reality they did before pokemon go bones. yeah they had one called ingress um yeah, which cool. i actually played a little bit once pokemon go was announced to kind of like get a feel for it um it was sort of interesting but it was like it was interesting see the thing i think somebody made a good argument though i heard that like the interesting thing about pokemon go was not the augmented reality part of it it was the location-based stuff uh-huh. which is two different things like Cause like nobody was like super excited about like, Oh, there's like a, a six inch tall Pidgey floating above my toilet. You know, that's <laughs> not like you weren't going <laughs> <laughs> to say, I mean, actually I was ecstatic. I love that. Like the Pokemon go like triggered this like gold rush for AR as if everyone's like, Oh my God, Pokemon goes the most popular video game ever. Uh, we should make more go. Go is probably the part of it. Everybody liked. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. I feel like we're like the Fortnite and like going back is I feel like companies like maybe misinterpret the part that people like about things because yeah. really no other no other thing that they did really caught on and I think except for now I feel like Pikmin Bloom here to stay know, baby but yeah Pikmin Bloom it's here whether um, you like it or not Pikmin well Bloom, I will say I do like Pikmin Bloom because I can take all the Pikmin and I do hold them in, in a special safe place in my phone um, and the only thing that they are fighting are mushrooms, which cannot yeah, eat them. Die. And I can name them all. And they also get little outfits, um, yeah. which is very cute. Um, and so I think it's a beautiful thing. And you can AR, like, um, have a group of them all, like, chilling on your desk. And they're, like, Pikmin-sized, kind of, like, pretty close. Yeah. Because Pikmin are small. I just I panicked because I saw this game was directed by Tatsuo Nomura, and I thought it was Tetsuya Nomura. <laughs> the director of the final fantasy games that would be pretty cool <laughs> which would be a very good get um okay anyway um fuck i have to i'm sorry i have to go to the i have to meet my trainer at the gym at like four o'clock so um this is a this is a short episode hang on four fifteen. okay i did it good job. um we have time to talk about <laughs> so what's uh what do you want the listeners to take away should we be pro pikmin I'm pro. I think we all were pro Pikmin, right? I don't think there was an argument about that. I mean, like oh. we definitely did say a lot of negative things about it. <laughs> okay, I just always said it was scary. Look, Pikmin's a cool thing because, first of all, like I feel like 
Nintendo like need I don't know like Nintendo is really good at coming into these genres they haven't done before and applying their like you know like little Nintendo charm to it like you know like online shooters with Splatoon right and mm-hmm. um I think it's the same thing for like real time strategy games with Pikmin like they came and applied it in a way that like kids could understand and adults can still enjoy and it's cute and it can be stressful sometimes when your Pikmin are getting eaten out there and you're like. You have to remember that they're you're like trying to tell yourself like oh they're not alive they're not alive and then their ghosts like fly out of their corpse yeah and and like, oh my god especially the the boss leaves. battles against some of the things like I I like I said I just played it again and you you there's one part you fight like a queen and she just rolls around and I just accidentally maneuvered my Pikmin like the wrong way and she just rolls over like half of them and you're like oh god yeah <laughs> you know it's just like one bad maneuver and you because you can have Pikmin extinction that's like a thing that happens and it just like shows oh, yeah. the main character look around and like whistle and nobody comes and he just like sits down in the middle of an empty field and it's just like Pikmin extinction did you guys uh remember the um Pikmin um like Nintendo Land game um i remember i never played it i don't think but it was weird like um you you had to like collect like i don't know there were like electronic like blugaboos what are they called i feel like it's one of those words where i've never heard anyone say it because nobody talks in pikmin and <laughs> i've never actually heard somebody vocalize it out loud but i'm pretty sure it's b-u-l-b-o-r-b this is yeah it's bulborbs no no it's bulborbs you're right i just forgot i did not look it up um they also (laughs) did get added into uh smash bros um on a brawl i think right yes i think it's brawl is he isn't he uh, in the new one too yeah yeah he's in all of them or since then like uh olimar and uh pikmin with him so do we know anything about olimar the man he um i think this is Is again right off my olimar I think it's Olmar. It might be. I, I, I always said Olimar. I, always uh, I guess they never was, said his name out I always loud. thought his name was, was Elmer. <laughs> like the Elmer. You, it's <laughs> O-L-I-M-A-R. When you switch between him and Louie in the second one, uh-huh. a little voice says Louie, Olmar. Like as oh. you Olmar. So I think it's Olmar. But anyway, okay. I'm oh, going to yeah. totally off the top of my head try to remember the, the lore of Olmar. He has a family. I know. Remember that. Because you get like emails every night. And it's like your child, like wondering where you are. Um, but it's a kid in a home, but he works for like a company and was shipping something and crash landed in the first one. And then you escape and then you come back and it turns out that your boss basically like, or no, Louie, when the employees got attacked by space pirates and lost like everything and your company is in crippling debt. And so Almar, I think is pretty much held in like high standard because he like always tries to do the right thing and you go and you like save the company from debt i don't know about the third one like you probably just somehow get into debt again <laughs> but nintendo really and, likes debt <laughs> yeah louis is like universally like hated because he just like always causes he caused like the debt and i guess all most of his entries are like how to eat most of the enemies you encounter well mm-hmm. he's basically yeah. like the luigi of yeah except yeah, he's, luigi's yeah. likable <laughs> oh you don't like louis I think the general uh, subreddit response to Louis, based on these like strange language they speak, is that he's like generally like kind of hated and like feared. <laughs> maybe feared. You know what? I'm gonna give a shout out to the Pikmin for maybe one of the coolest like 
hardware related things anyone's ever done, which is that when you transferred your information, your data from the Wii to the Wii U, did anyone do that? Did you guys do this? No. No. So <laughs> instead, so if you got a yeah, why well, you would that would require you to purchase a Wii U. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oof, well, um, uh... <laughs> or, or a okay. Wii U for that matter. Yeah. So. Um, when you when you transferred the um, the the data from the Wii to the Wii U, like you plug them into each other, and it takes like a twenty minutes or something. But instead of just like having like a loading screen, there's an entire j- animation of like a ton of Pikmin basically like pouring into like find all the data blocks of your uh, in the Wii. Like it pulls out all your save data and has little pictures on all the blocks for like this is your save data for this game. Oh, that sounds really like, familiar. Actually, yeah, you can you can watch it on YouTube and like. It's super cute because they're like all struggling and they like go on this journey through like the wires and the cables like Wreck-It Ralph style and then oh, like through cool. the hardware of the Wii U to like put the blocks down in the right place and everything. I and think let's we like, watch it right now on this. Yeah, we'll just podcast. sort of, yeah, we'll watch it live right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cute idea. Yeah, it is really cute. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that we actually talked about anything on this episode. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I think I think anyone who, ha- who listens to this episode who hasn't heard about Pikmin... Um, here, uh, I'll, here, I'll, I'll do a little wrap if that's all right. Like a, yeah, that's a wrap up of it. Oh, I, I, think you, Pikmin... I thought you were going to rap. <laughs> so did <laughs> I for a second. Somebody lay a beat down <laughs> real quick. Um, the, uh, no, just like a wrap up. I, I think Pikmin is like a ripe IP where Nintendo, I think is maybe not sleeping on it anymore. And they're maybe realizing that there's a lot of nostalgia and it was like a, a cool a cool game in general like it was a good idea like um and a well-made thing and they kind of like abandoned it for a while and now i think they're maybe testing the there's a lot of rumors that they're testing the waters by re-releasing pikmin 3 and now with pikmin bloom like this is the first content in like something crazy like i want to say like seven or eight years yeah pikmin 3 came out in 2013 and then yeah. uh, hey pikmin was like 2015 yeah, so it's been there's been a real void of that, and I think they're really they might be kind of testing the waters. And I think it's a game that would that really should come back and would do well. There's some yeah. nostalgia talking, but I think it's something that is just a cool concept. I've always, besides nostalgia, I love I always love games that you know have all these different creatures, and you you know kind of learn about each one, and they all have different things and it's this kind of uh, you know it's it's an other world quote unquote even though it's earth but it's obviously yeah different and i think it's something that nintendo should get their ass on mario mario i have seen uh something interesting which is that omr is mario (laughs) that was intentional oh oh well then he actually (laughs) yeah and then louis louis is based on luigi Oh, okay. well, you know, that makes sense. In the yep. third one, there's three other people, too. But Yeah, there's Alf the Engineer, Brittany the Botanist, and Captain Charlie. Classic Captain Charlie. But everyone loves Captain Charlie and his and his, his sort of shenanigans. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, now let's just, to finish this out, we'll close with this quote. On September, 7th, on September 7th, 2015, in an interview with Eurogamer, Miyamoto said that Pikmin, was, Pikmin 4 was very close to completion, in quotes. <laughs> That um I think floats on the Reddit subreddit. I'm pretty sure that's their banner probably. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. It's just like they've been holding on to that for what was it? 2015 was when 15. he had said they've that. been holding on to that since forever. I've seen some ritual summoning circles for Pikmin 4 pop up on there before too. It's but. rough in there, man. Yeah. Um anyway, hold on. 
stay strong. Um, I'm sure that Pikmin 4 will be out momentarily. <laughs> I'm a believer. I, I, even though I never played Pikmin 3, I am going to jump on the Pikmin bandwagon. Bring yeah. back the purple Pikmin. So yeah. Pikmin 3 um, Remastered was put on uh, the Switch. So if you are interested in picking that up, you know, check that out. Um, and it is fully co-op as well. Uh, it has online and local co-op. So it's a good, good game to play. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's let's wrap it up here. Thank you guys for for joining me. Are are either of you working on anything you want to give a shout out to? Uh, life in general. Okay. Well, Ben, you have a <laughs> bunch of stuff. I don't, I don't know. This is, um, no. You're supposed to plug <laughs> things that you want to. That... I don't even know what my Instagram handle actually is. You can you um hmm. follow <laughs> follow Brussels Studios on Instagram if you want. I don't post a lot on it, but. I'm making some Halo themes, Unreal Engine, CGI stuff on it. So that's okay. neat, I guess. I That's what I'll start with. That's what I'll end with. And he makes some shorts that are on there. Yeah, I make live action shorts. I went to school for film. Yep. And I'm not really doing anything. Um, I just started a new job. Yay, Cornell <laughs> University. I just, saw, I, just saw, I just saw the picture you posted in the Discord. <laughs> Yeah, your boss. Isn't he fun? <sighs> Wait, where are you working now? At Cornell. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, well, we haven't had our haven't had our monthly talk. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. the boss from uh I forget yeah. his name, but um what are you doing there? I am an animal care technician. Oh, that's good. hmm She oh, read off the flashcard. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um Anyway, yeah, so go go check out Annie's work if you're at Cornell. Yeah, you can <laughs> find me. You're specifically in one spot. In yeah. Yeah. We're just going to get docs now. If you um, subscribe to Tier 4 Patreon for uh, Game Busters, we'll tell yeah. you exactly where Annie lives. Exactly <laughs> my phone number and my social security number yeah. is at Tier that's 5. A fi- yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a high, that's a high reward tier. We do not have a Patreon, unfortunately, because... <laughs> Do you guys I'd... have a collective name for your listeners? Um, the Busters, the Games. I don't actually know. Like, <laughs> I, I guess nobody's ever asked before. Um, that's what I'm here for. The good right. old GBs. Yeah, yeah the, hit, GDs, yeah. the Buster oh rights. The Buster. All right, tweet tweet at us if you have any ideas. We're at Game Busters Pod. Uh, tweet at us if you have any ideas for what our uh, our listeners should be called. Uh, and uh, until then, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week with a more um, cohesive episode. I um, that's rude. <laughs> First I think, off, how dare you? I don't think we even <laughs> talked about Pikmin for half of this. Yeah, episode. it was it was on and off. Pikmin. This is sort of a free form one, and that's Bring, okay. It's okay. If you're ever talking about anything Halo related, I got that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But I think we did good for our mostly Wikipedia guided Pikmin tour. <laughs> what do you mean that came all from your head? <laughs> yeah, and thank you to Nintendo Life for the article, <laughs> and thank you to Me Undies for just existing. Yeah, no, no, um, no. We're sponsor us. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um, do you want? Does anyone want to close us out with their favorite uh, quote uh, or sound effect from Pikmin? Um, I'm trying to see if I could replicate their dying sound. <laughs> Sure. It's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. It. Just, that's, Close right yeah, that's good. <laughs>